just gonna that's how we yeah, good shit you know, you, you do know what you do you you what? can't you can't go a day a minute a second without stimulation yeah you need to be stimulated that's right stimulate me okay i will uh, all right stimulate my mind okay fine okay all right i will um blow me you want to be you want to be stimulated blow me away all right um stimulation coming your way did you know that the grooves on a coin? The grooves. Yeah. It's like Matt, I don't it's like Matt know. Berry. Sorry, I was just uh, Matt Berry. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, Matt Berry. Chuck Berry. No, Matt Berry, the comedian voiceover guy. Is great. Oh, I was thinking about more. Toast, like... of, Toast of London, fucking amazing. Show. Can you hold a note? Uh, yeah. I've okay. got tenor in my pocket right now. There <laughs> oh, we go. Touche. If you're as is. quick as you are right now on the podcast, say this is going to be a goodie. Yeah, I'm fucking back and I'm ready to rock. Anyway, here, did you know that grooves on a penny mm -hmm. are there because they show respect to the old coin, which was done on the weight of it? So as gold was measured in weight. And what you used to do is you would measure the, you would weigh the coin to see mm -hmm. how much it cost. And people used to chip away at the sides and flake off bits and create a new coin. Mm -hmm. Hence why pennies have grooves on the side in order of respect of the old coins. Mm. I mean, as far as stimulation goes, I'm not... I'm not about to climb it. Oh, my God. Well, tell you what. Do you want to be stimulated with this episode today? Yeah. You like, yeah. hey. I think the listeners want to be stimulated. Hey, too. Mitt, do you like pop bands? Uh, uh, yeah. I've, I've got a bit of a penchant for a pop band. Do you like pussycat dolls? What? I'll say it again. Do I like pussycat dolls? I fucking do. There you go. You feeling See, stimulated? Yeah. Wow. Now we're, now we're getting going. We have Ashley Roberts on the podcast today. What? Oh my God. Yeah. I better, better get myself ready for it. Sorry. That's the creepiest thing. Oh no. I mean mentally prepare myself. and For what? What do you think is going to happen? Just to, you know, put on a good show. I like it. I like where your head's we at. We can't have pop stars coming in here and it's mundane. I'm, I'm liking boring. where your head is at. Yeah. That is you. But we're talking about it like um, we don't know what. Oh, yeah. We've done it. We've already done it. Yeah. So. I tell you, yeah. But you're you always, trying to, always trying to fool the listeners. Just be honest. We've already done it. It was fucking great. We had a great time. You're going to really enjoy it. You're a bag of douche. You know that? You're a fucking chipped coin. Oh, God. All right. Great start to an energetic podcast. To ruin I, it. I enjoyed it. All right, everybody. Hey, listen, Ashley is on the podcast. Great friend of ours now. <laughs> great friend of ours. <laughs> Just claiming that she's my great friend. You invited she's her. She's a great friend of mine. You invited her for dinner afterwards. She was like, I yeah, did. I invited her for dinner. Yeah, sure. Creepy. Sure. Maybe 2023. Yeah, no, but she's great. I love Ashley. She's friends with Jeanette, another friend of the podcast. She has a new show out, um, which is coming out called <laughs> The Real Dirty Dancing. It's on E4. You have to go and check it out. She's on Heart Breakfast uh, doing radio. She's just a great all-round human being. Uh, lots of energy, lots of fun. You're going to love this episode. Uh, some serious points, some smart points, some silly points, and some funny points. She's great. Hey, to all you lovely listeners as well, please get in contact. Uh, we want to hear from you. Any suggestions, what to talk about, anything you want to comment on me. We have our bonus episodes that we love to hear from you. And also, um, you know, wedding planning and stuff like that. Send I, us an email. Yeah. I got a suggestion. All right. Stop talking about yourself. So email much. it. Email it, mate. Email. I tell you what. Why don't you? E why don't you? Right. E What's your email address? What? I'll tell you now. Come on. Contact at privatepartspodcast.com. dot com. All right. Send you're, an email. You're gonna get a couple from me. Great. Can't wait. All right, everybody. Suggestion. Here's here's Ashley Roberts on the podcast. Can't wait for that email. Enjoy it. So when did we last see each other? The 
LGBTQ plus awards. I remember you talking about this. He had a flashy shirt on. He was annoyed that he didn't get hit on. I think he did a little bit, no? I, I think God did more than get a little bit. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. I was given. Didn't you also? Sorry about that, yeah. Woo! It was you, fun, though. It was really fun. That was the first time I feel like we properly hung out. And I, and I, I, I not to blow your own trumpet. Hey. Hey, get ready for I it. got a trumpet. You go, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? The, pi- the Pied Piper. Sorry. It's really creepy. Just, just blowing your trumpet. What you, okay. Um, what is that thing they put on the end of a trumpet? Just quickly. You know, they put that. They have oh, like well, a muffler. Gonna, that's oh. not, is that a just trumpet? Just gives it extra oomph. Is it another trumpet? I thought it was to stop it's the. It's like an extra stop mic, the, no? Stop the trumping. Oh, is Ooh. that an extra. They, I, I should know this. Unfortunately, they, I don't. They don't. Did you play the trumpet? No, uh, but you know, I'm like in the musical world where I was. So <laughs> they don't put they don't put a things. trumpet on end of a trumpet. <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Just like give it an extra gusto of sound. It's it's called a muffler, I think. Mm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, roll with that. The the that point is better. so um I, I when I I sat next to to you yes. And I just had the greatest, and I left, and I was like, you're just one of the greatest people. What? Yeah, well, you left before me. That, you didn't say that I to me. I did leave. <laughs> yeah. You went, God, it was such a dreary evening. You did, you, you <laughs> left before me. I did because I have radio in the morning. I have to wake up at 5 a.m., so sometimes, sometimes I'm professional. Unlike you. <laughs> I don't have radio stay, in the morning. Stay to the very end, <laughs> get horrendously drunk, argue with your, well. With myself soon. in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you so good looking? Oh. <laughs> Why are you so you. tall? Just catch yourself in the face. Whoa, is that Brad Pitt? No, no, sorry. It's just me. I do that every morning. It's annoying how tall you are. I do love your videos, I do have to say, though. Oh, you like them? You make like, some fun you like content. Them. Yeah, you're funny. You're, but, you're, you're good funny. time. But I, when I sit next to you, because that was the first time we properly met. And, yeah, and which is weird, because I feel like we had met, yeah. but we hadn't. But why do we feel like we've met? Maybe you're kin- kindred friends. spirits. Oh, yeah. Okay, what, what mutual friends? Sisters. Let's try and work it out. Mutual friends. Go. Hugo Taylor, no? Hugo Taylor. Yeah, because I was in the jungle with him. That is what it is. And you hang out with Spencer. And I hang out with Spencer. And Vogue. And yeah, I know Vogue. Vogue. That's it. You were in the jungle with Hugo, and I forgot that. Because Made in Chelsea stuff. There we go. I used to, when I got out of the jungle and I moved to London, and I didn't know anybody. Hugo was like my BFF. So I would go out and about with him, and then you were on the show. I didn't realize that that was the first time you moved to the UK. Well, I toured throughout the UK, but I hadn't lived here. I didn't know what I was doing. I, so you just say so you did the jungle and then were like, I like this. And then you came to the UK no, because of that. I, yeah, I did the jungle and they called me to do it. I didn't know much about it, but I knew there was like snakes and rats. And I was like, hell no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then they called me back like a week or so later, like, we really want you to do it. And I was like, you know, fuck it. Like, I'll have some stories to tell my kids yeah. someday. Got on a plane maybe a couple days later. I invited my, they're like, you can bring a guest. I was like, cool. I invited my bestie thinking like, I'm going to have a holiday in Australia because <laughs> there's no way I'm going to stay there till the end. Yeah, yeah. I was there till the end. Oh, did you get right to the end? I kept every day on deck, kept coming in. I'm like, this is my time. You know, I'm out. Okay, I'm going to have my little holiday at the Versace <laughs> Hotel. What's, nope. what's, what's your buddy doing at this point? Just literally sat there on their own, just having like a shit time. Yeah, hanging out with all the families. Because they, they yeah. watch the show and realize you can actually bring more than one person. Because I thought I only had one, like one pass. And, then, and I think what happens with the friends as well is you get this moment where in the jungle they say, um, you, they do like a challenge and the person in the camp 
Ashley in this example, they're behind a door and you see like the partners yeah. behind the door going, oh, 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 and then they pick the different door and then the partner just goes back into like some hole somewhere. We had that moment. So in my bestie, like sprayed a bunch of cologne thinking like I would oh, you'd be smell, able to smell it. Them. But me and Hugo, I was with him during this challenge and we got pizza and we we're like, hell yeah. We I remember pizza. that. Well, so instead, instead of that. seeing your friend, you got pizza. Well, we didn't know our friend was even okay. there. So when we got pizza, we thought yeah, we yeah, like yeah. hit the <laughs> jackpot, friend. you know? I was, I was watching it. Hugo was in the jungle and you had David Hay in there as well. Yeah. David Hay. He, this was ages. I remember he this. He was on a strict, that was a hard diet for Hay. You know what I mean? What? He wasn't used to like what? just wallabies I, butt and... <laughs> Sprinkles of seeds. Wallaby butt. <laughs> hey, if it's butt, give it to me. Hey. <laughs> to be fair, he probably wanted the protein. Because I remember Hugo saying that it was actually quite intense. Like you were so hungry. Yeah, and Helen Flanagan kept getting voted in and not doing anything. So we had no food for like Helen. 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 <laughs> Flanagan. But that changed my whole like Not again, Flanagan. <laughs> Flanagan. <laughs> That changed the whole direction of my life, though. Now I have done. What the think, jungle changed the direction? What well, you now eat butt daily? I eat butt every day, hon. For every that day protein. that butt. It's called a balanced butt diet. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look it up. Hey. <laughs> Your face is uh, going red. I know. When I laugh, yeah, when I laugh a lot. Whenever he talks about butt, he gets he gets real red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you better not talk about butt. You better not. Like a little tomato. <laughs> I do, because I, these lights are so fucking hot and everything. And then I, I start laughing. Fucking sure, jacket. blame it on the lights. Okay, but I love that Hen Helen Flanagan. <laughs> yeah, she kept getting voted in. What? I can't. She kept getting voted in by the public to mm. do all the first trials. And I didn't know anybody. I was mm. walking in completely ignorant. And I was like, I don't know what I'll do if they ask me. So like, at first I was kind of like, oh yeah, it sucks, you know? And then like by day three, I was like, you need to grab a few stars, girl. Like, I'm going to eat my phalanges in a second. Like, um, it was quite intense. You need to listen. <laughs> listen, Flanagan. Listen, Flanagan. You go no in that, with you. You better eat that dick. We want that butt. <laughs> We want that butt, girl. Get in there and eat what, those balls. What are flanges? Is that Your fingers. Oh. Yeah, it's are a they? scientific word for Whoa, you're fingers. a scientist. I know. Every now and then. Jesus. I've got a little nugget for you guys, okay? So watch out. Save, save some. Every save time some. you do the nugget, you have to make that noise as well. There it is. Little chicken nugget right there. If phalanges is your fingers. Yeah. Do you know McDonald's chicken nuggets have 36 ingredients? I'm just no, saying. They don't. Okay. No, they don't. Okay. Name, name <laughs> 10 of them. <laughs> name 10 of them. I don't know. I actually phalanges, didn't look them up. Phalanges uh, for show. But a little bit of butt. A little bit of dick, actually. Oh, that's a good time, actually. That sounds like good a good time. Tiny bit of <laughs> Tiny bit of dick. There was Not a, too much. By the way, <laughs> just a little bit. There was this, there was this um, French chef who was, who's being caught because this is a true story. His um his Can't customers <laughs> no his customers um ended up getting I think it's syphilis or something like that what yeah because he was using human semen yeah and and he still believed I, I, I didn't order this okay what? I'm gonna read yes I'm get not out of here okay, human mayonnaise. semen yeah, what yeah. his own or did he like go no, is he, there a shop where you can go he and buy asked semen? his um his like sous chefs to to do it and then he use it and he and his argument jerk off in a cup and there was other people in on the okay let's do this here we go would you do that the jizz game French chef 
using human semen. Okay, here we go. I'm, gonna, oh, I'm Googling yeah. this. Where's the restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Is it a chain? <laughs> <laughs> what would you call it? Is it in the nuggets? Spunkies. Should we make our own nuggets, guys? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Let me find this thing. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. I haven't oh, got... I want to see what he looks like. How many... So wait, what was he... What was the dish? I think he, his whole theory is, is that he believes <laughs> uh, chef using, here we go, human. Are you supposed to put semen on your face? Like, isn't it supposed to like have. S- supposedly. Depends what you're into, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but this, the chef believes that actually using semen in cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably a lot of nutrients. Man. French, okay, here we go. Here we go. French chef forced to admit secret ingredient in creme souffle. <laughs> Oh, with here the he pudding? Is. Here he is. Okay. okay. <laughs> here we go. Hey, this is world news. French chef rec- forced to admit secret ingredient in creme, souff- uh, creme souffle was semen <laughs> after 37. He was forced to admit it. It's like, <laughs> did you do it? He's like, how did someone yeah. figure this out? They're like, mm, that tastes familiar. No, because like, th- no, 37 customers got herpes. Can you get herpes from fucking yes, semen? Eat, where do you get it from? From licking a wall? Oh, what are you joking? God, every day is a school day, kids. I mean, That's, I um, didn't realize. <laughs> do you reckon the souffle like raised it? Like, because it's quite hard to do a souffle. Yeah, I'm surprised is that it? the semen didn't like collapse Ooh. it. But know? he was he was forced. <laughs> he, you were, so listen to this. I'm just going to read this to you. This is, Chef Donora was forced to admit that he paid his employees bonuses at work. <laughs> For their production of semen, which amounted up to two liters oh certain days. Two liters. Quote, you would masturbate into a cup, which you then bought to the chef, who would then weigh it <laughs> for you in front of you and pay you a bonus at the end of the week. Oh my gosh. He probably, he probably thought he was being like, like breakthrough. He was yeah. like this revolutionary. What no. was his thought behind it? His quote is, it's an extraordinary culinary ingredient, which has <laughs> much to offer modern culinary. cuisine with its atypical and aromas and unique flavor. Aromas. And he gave 37 people herpes. I want to try it. Oh my, I'm, you want to- Well, do it with your own, if you do it with your own stuff, stuff then you know that you're you safe. You won't get herpes, yeah. right? Well, at least Hopefully you hope. not. You can't yeah. give yourself herpes again, can you? I mean, I'm not a doctor, yeah. but I would assume well, you, you not. Knew what also, also what do you do? You go back into the kitchen and you go, who had Excuse it? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walk again. <laughs> which, which one of you? Yeah, I'm getting my bonus back. <laughs> Dare you bring herpes into my shop? <laughs> which one of you fuckers? Oh my gosh, that is wild. Yeah, it's wild. So yeah. how do you find these little stories? Why don't I just? I just think just them Google's up. Frenchman wanking. <laughs> just, just going back to the jungle. The funniest thing about when you were in I the jungle. I didn't have semen. No, you didn't have in semen. the jungle. You didn't have semen. But, but I did do have. They, do they do spunk? testicles? Is no, it? I had a camel's penis. Just the tip. In my mouth, oh my it was God. quite chewy. Had a really tough texture, actually. I remember, but not a lot of flavor. I was surprised. Mm. I was watching Hugo do a challenge with David Hay. Yeah, and David Hay completely alpha mailed him. <laughs> like I've never seen someone so alpha I mean, mailed in their whole life. I'm surprised he's a mass, <laughs> massive boxer. What was what was the challenge? They had to climb. Was it eating them. a dick? And David Hay completely alpha mailed him. <laughs> <laughs> I can eat this quicker than you. Yeah, I think, he would, but actually. That, but that, that's so funny. That I did not realize that you had no clue about it. No. So they did it in America, but I think it lasted, I don't even know if it made it a full season, but I didn't watch it. And I, I didn't actually realize how massive the show was over here. So mm. I kind of was just like, yeah, okay, like I'll do it. And I was on a plane and uh, all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. I was like, what am I doing? 
Were you on the plane that you thought, well, this is yeah. wild? And I landed and they're like, well, we got to take your phone and your laptop. And I was like, well, I got to call my mom. <laughs> Quickly like, clear I my history. I got to let her know this. <laughs> they're like, no, you have to. Do you mind if like, I just bore it you? for five minutes, actually? <laughs> <laughs> just frantically. I would just smash it. I, just <laughs> I would break in half and eat it. <laughs> I mean, no clue what I was doing. Actually, ignorance was bliss because... I think if I would have known everything, I w- but what I, so I knew there was like snakes and and rats and all that. So I did hypnotherapy for snakes, and I never told a single producer, okay. anybody on the show, that that was my biggest fear because I didn't want well, them to use like it. That's the dumbest them. thing you could do. Like you should be like, oh, I love snakes; they're amazing. So then they never. Well, I didn't get snakes. I well, I did put my hand in a tank of them, which I did. Did the hypnotherapy help? I don't know. Or I don't know if it was that or adrenaline. It could have been a mixture of both. I would like to say it's hypnotherapy because I want to be like. Hell yeah, man, it works. I think I I I think just I'm a big advocate for like ther- holistic stuff as well. I'm yeah. I'm when I had glandular fever when I was don't you get glandular. that from don't you get that from spunky soup? <laughs> no, you get that from kissing too many people. I, when oh, I was, don't, get don't, out don't, of here! Up. Like you're that yeah, you get it, you get, sexy my, and oh, spicy. You get oh it from my. being amazing at sex. That's <laughs> what I heard. Yeah, yeah. When I when I was glandular, <laughs> yeah. sure. And and you'd walk back to and be like. <sighs> I got glandular fever. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Doc. I hey, Doc. Is, it's happened again. Um. <laughs> no, but it's true. I, I, I went. I went to this place. I must be fifteen, and I and I honestly, I was walking. They go. <laughs> what? So what is this new Nobody whistle is thing? You, James has become convinced Every, that everyone is whistling. Just at him. blowing I think in you, the wind. I think you might have tinnitus. Or no, <laughs> I, I walked into the gym and someone went. <laughs> and I went. Was that at me? And he went. Yeah, you bet, yeah. I'm <laughs> sure he wasn't just like mid-workout and he was like looking at himself. No, he was just pumping iron. No, but I had glandular fever, which is like tonsillitis, <laughs> but double as worse when I was 16. And it's from kissing too many people. I, you... I've had it before, but it just, you just get it. It's not from like kissing loads of people. What? Yeah. It's, like, it's just like tonsillitis that gets worse. <laughs> yeah, but it's just terrible. <laughs> uh, but so actually, so you had, just going back to this, I'm still obsessed with it. So I, because I didn't realize, so you had no idea about the UK. You weren't even planning on going to the UK. I, had, she didn't I know knew about existed. the UK. I mean, I just <laughs> one, one of those Americans when they show a map and tell like, where's the UK? They point at Iraq or something. <laughs> no, I mean, I, we toured throughout the UK. So I'd been here before, but like dipped in, dipped out. I didn't spend a quality amount of time. I didn't know my way around. So... That really, I I got out of the jungle and my manager was like, you drop your shit off in LA and get on a plane and come back. And I was like, okay. So I stayed at like the Mayfair Hotel for a month. Yeah, yeah. And just lived there. there and just was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm having fun. But Kimberly from the Dolls had already lived here for a few years and she had like a group of people and friends. So she, she knew and then I did know Hugo. So those were like my peeps. That was my gang when I came over. Because what is insane? <laughs> tough, tough gang. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, don't cross those <laughs> I always think this, right? So, you know, when it's, it, this is how crazy, like life is crazy just in general, right? Yeah. It's mad what happens. And if we go back to something, like when I was in my teens and, you know, watching the Pussycat Dolls mm. and things like that. And then you think to the future. Except when you had glandular fever. Yeah, yeah. Sat in bed. <laughs> so I was making a souffle. Just <laughs> <laughs> watching yeah. the physicals. <laughs> anyway, the point was, is that you sit there and you admire it and things like that. <laughs> you admire it. Do you think I'd be in the jungle putting a camel penis in my mouth a few, a few yeah, years that, later? <laughs> but then also, you switch to many years later, we're on a sofa together doing a podcast. Yeah. That's what's wild about life. I know it is. It's crazy. And the fact that I've been here for nine years now, and I thought like I'd be somewhere by the beach in SoCal. I'm like, Yeah, it's time, no. it's time to leave. And by the yeah. Thames, just like. Hey. Yeah, but I think. There's, there's a beach on the Thames. I've been there. There's a beach yeah, on the Thames? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Just wear, but, wear shoes. But what do you... What <laughs> do you, a lot of needles. <laughs> when you look back at your life and you think about those times, like obviously you look at them fondly. What was, when were you having more fun? Like, are you having more fun like now or when you were in the Pussycat Dolls touring? I mean, there's so, there are different levels yeah, of sure. fun. I mean, the fact of being on stage with like thousands of people okay, that is, pretty, <laughs> is pretty epic. But I also like, I look back at those times, I'm like, who was that person? Yeah, that's what you I know, mean. I was really young and now I feel like I'm a woman. I Especially, it was cool to start a reunion. Didn't quite finish it off. But um, it was cool like to be uh, be an adult and be more familiar and know my body better and, and like put on outfits and be like, yeah, I'm going to show some of this ass and mean it. You know, when I was in my like 20s, I was like, hey, here's my booty pop. Oh. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Booty pop. That's actually what the French uh, guy actually made next. It was, <laughs> it was a nice fizzy pop. But, but that's what I mean, I suppose. I think <clears throat> my question is like, because you were touring so much mm. and you were on stage all the time. Yeah. As, as a young man or a young woman, it's kind of, you, it's very hard to get to know yourself because you're playing a role mm. so much all the time. And then what happens is, is you're on stage, it's this, that. And then when you stop touring, you're then left with yourself again. You go like, wait, yeah. hang on a second. Wait, who, who am I? And that's really hard for anyone who does any sort of performing. Yeah, it was a trip actually because we... We were on the road for eight years, pretty much solid. That's crazy. Yeah, and then spat out the other end, and I was like, okay, who am I without this identity yeah. within the group? Because I got into the whole entertainment industry because I love what I did. I loved dancing, I loved performing, I liked you know doing little acting bits and stuff. So when it led to that, that was... That was a surprise. Mm. So I got out the other end and I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do now? Like, yeah. how do I want to wear my hair? Like, what kind of outfit? And I know that sounds silly, but it was true. Mm. I was kind of told, we were all told in some ways what the brand of the Pussycat Dolls was. So to do that for eight years solid and then, you know, kind of, I'm hitting about 30 at that point. I, I actually went and sat with a guru, this guru named Ama. And I did like, I was like just on a journey. I was like, okay, I need to read Teaching you mantra type yeah, thing. Yeah, I was doing mantras for like, yeah. um, I was doing yoga and like taking different acting classes and just trying to like figure out sort of who I was and get that passion again about the mm. arts and creativity and stuff because I just felt burnt out. Oh my God, this is so okay. okay I, I like just to... We're so similar in we're like, totally oh my similar. God. We were like well, well, because you, our you taught, you yeah. taught, because you taught for eight years. Yeah, I, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I missed that bit of your life. When did, when did you do that? I taught for eight years around the world. <laughs> it's so Thousands similar. <laughs> I think we're just so similar in the bad bit. Right. You're talking about the breakdown. Just the so. burnout bit. That's the same. But, I, but my point was, is obviously I did, like, we, we did a reality show, right? Which mm. is not compared to the Pussycat Dolls. But you, you play like a character or a role yeah. for, for so many years. And it's heightened, right? So yeah. everything's turned up. And then what happens is, is you're kind of, you, you spit yourself out or you're spat out or whatever happens and you kind of change and things like that. And you then have to reevaluate yourself. Mm. And you're left with your bare bones and you suddenly realize, okay, who the hell am I? What do I have to do? You have to rebuild yourself. And I feel like 30, for me, the same thing, is that kind of age where you suddenly go, shit, I've just, I'm 30 now. Yeah. And, and 30 is young, right? Like, I, I think you're old until you hit like 80. I really honestly 
truly believe that. <laughs> Can't wait for you to get to 60. Yeah, You're like, you fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am young. <laughs> still, still, yeah, baby. That so guy. You share at 75 now. Yeah. yeah. Is she 75? She is 75. What is she, what's she doing to stay? Stretching that skin, honey. I think there's been a few skiing? little stretchies. Oh, stretchies. Going on there. <laughs> what do you mean a stretchy? Just, stretch? You know, like, what Yoga. was that? Um, oh, face. Osborne. Uh, who's the Sharon? One? Sharon. Oh. She's described it as like a scrunchie. She's like, you, they basically pull oh. up your skin to the top of your head and put a little scrunchie around it. Well, yeah. Just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> if I, when I have kids, if I don't pick, when I pick them up from school, if they're not scared of me because I'm so <laughs> Michael Douglas up, <laughs> I want my kids to run away from me because I look. <laughs> Why am I making that noise? Because <laughs> <laughs> you look like the hunchback in Notre Dame. Why am I a hunchback? I don't know. Holding you said a you want to look horrific. <laughs> I want to look good, just, you know, uh, scrunch back. Anyway, my point is, is that <laughs> it, it is tough. And I think a lot of people don't mention this, especially about the entertainment world. That, okay, in any other industry, and let's get this serious for a second, any other industry, right? doesn't matter if you're a dentist, an archaeologist, an archaeologist, but like a painter, whatever it is. It's <laughs> random. I know. Let's whatever. get serious here. Yeah, let's yeah. get serious. Okay, look, <laughs> if you're an archaeologist, right? Imagine it. <laughs> This is real serious But stuff. it's true. There is no time limit. Someone doesn't go to you when you're a dentist. Um, look, you're 30 now or 40 yeah. now. You, you should probably give up. Mm. The entertainment industry is only the, the only industry you feel like in the world where they go, mm, you know, you, this is kind of a time when you sort of should change things. There's firstly that. There's secondly that with the entertainment world, which is where you have to act a role and you act a role for so long that like you did eight years or I did reality show for 10 years or whatever it is. You act a role and then you come out of it and you have to refine yourself and the reason why there is so many kind of anxieties or whatever it is within this industry is because you are playing a role for so long and that's really hard to kind of navigate your way through. Does that make sense? Well, I think there's pieces within that role that are you, you know, but then sure. it's just like figuring out what is authentic to you. And, and I don't know, I think it's also like a, such a, a box in a way that you're fitting into, right? But there's so many sort of facets of us as a human in general, let alone like the role you're playing for for that long. So it's just kind of getting to grow up differently, I guess. But you you're you were growing up so differently because you're touring, you're so young. You guys were like sex symbols as well, which is also like people loved you for like women loved you, men loved you, everyone loved you. And having that gays. much like your gays, gays. love you. Oh my God. Gays. Everyone loved you guys so much and they still love you. And that's almost really hard because that's so much, you know, how do you bottle that kind of validation, that excitement and everything? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we were in such a bubble, really, you know, and it just it happened so quickly. Jimmy Iovine, the head of Interscope Records at the time. He's a legend. He's a legend. Oh, my God. Yeah. The um, Defiant Ones. Hello. Yeah, that's a good documentary, that's isn't a great it? That's uh, He's yeah, he is a legend, and I remember sitting there at the table, and at the time, I actually didn't really know who Jimmy Iovine was, but he's like, you know, okay, your lives are about to change, and I was like, yeah, cool, dude, just excited to have like a gig, you know what I mean, like sort of thing, and then he gave us Don't Sha, and I remember hearing the track, and I was like, oh god, that's actually kind of cool. He's like, we're gonna put Buster Rhymes on it. I was like, oh, Shut oh up. shit, okay. So then I was like, this is a whole different ball game, but it happened like that. But we were, you know, the one benefit of being in a group is you have each other so mm. we just were in this bubble together so it, it just was happening at a very fast speed and like reality just shifted but I knew the stage so that felt familiar to me because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've grown up performing my whole life so when I was on stage that just was like get goosebumps even thinking yeah, about yeah, it it's yeah. just such 
you know, you, people talk about meditation and being in the zone. Like it's just such an amazing space to exist in because the audience is just there wanting you mm. to give them a show and you just want that energy back. And mm. it's such this like high how, experience. God, it's so great. How, I, I love the passion. You... I love the passion. It's oh, so cool. I mean, it was fucking cool yeah, to like yeah. be, and when people start learning the songs and you're like, wait a minute, what's happening now? But I was so young and now, but like, who I am now, I wish I, I don't wish I could go back, but I just feel different now. You know, I'm so mm. much more aware of who I am as a person and sort of what I want to gift the world. At the time, it was just like, well, this is a cool gig. Wow, mm. this is happening. Was there the fear that though, that it was that, because typically I think what happens in these situations, maybe they don't, is that I would be, are you almost scared that it's going to end? Because it's so exciting mm. that you you almost don't live in the present as much because you're like, oh, yeah. God, this is so exciting and so fun. Yeah. So you're constantly thinking, ah, about was that. It, Did you have that or no? no? Well, my dad was a drummer percussionist and he drummed in and out of the mamas and the papas. So he had like a little taste what? within like the 60s and 70s and stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, and so he would always tell me, you know, this this won't be forever. So enjoy it. Mm. Enjoy the ride. But the, t the thing was, is being in a girl band, uh, we make people a lot of money. So there was... The schedule was outrageous, yeah. and I'm not gonna lie. By the end, I was like, we were. I was breaking down. I was really? in the hospital. Yeah, they thought I was having like a brain aneurysm. Oh, Jesus um, was that anxiety or what was it? I I think it was just going, 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 and my body was just shutting down really. And yeah. I was like, I remember being in the hospital. I was actually here in London, and I was like, I gotta, get, I gotta go to Germany. I need to get on a plane now. No, you were just forced. You were yeah, you were so conditioned. Yeah, well, I was just think. Yeah, I was like, I got, I got a show to do. And as I was walking to get the MRI for the, what they thought I was having a brain aneurysm, my knee locked up, and I got this viral arthritis, so I oh, couldn't my. bend my knee. Oh my god! And, I, and the, the doctor Hobbling was like, stage, I think you need dude. to like just rest just for a day. <laughs> oh my god I, I don't mean to laugh that is so it's wild isn't it but what? the body just is like you can't that, that's because it was just so much like i've never spoken about this i'm just but you know no but i think it's i think it's so interesting and what i think is so insanely firstly i i know how open you are about stuff and i think that's so wicked and the person that you meet you in the flesh is exactly the person you see wherever that that's what so yeah, it is true nice it's so, it is Thank so you. true it's so true and also i think that being the the entertainment industry people think everyone has quite an easy breezy time it is so hard and it's competitive and it's um you know it's sort of there's no security a lot of the time because you're going from one place and as you said you're making a lot of people a lot of money and sometimes that doesn't always reflect on the whole band as a whole or other people like that um but you do get to have this most incredible time mm. and meeting the amount of people and stuff like that. When you, with the Pisces, when was the moment where you went, oh my God, this is happened? When people were starting to sing Don't You Back to Us, we were doing gigs and they started singing back the words. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, what? <laughs> what is happening? And I remember looking over at Kimberly. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at Kimberly and I was like, oh my God, I know the words. What is happening? Oh my god, my knee! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little. I know. Eight years later, I was like, yeah, yeah, hobbling yeah. around. Don't you? <laughs> Don't you wish you could crack your knee like this? <laughs> Don't you wish you could uh, be so tired like me? <laughs> what I do? Don't right. you? Don't you? Don't you wish you could just go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but it was amazing, man. It really, really was. Though. 
But I just, I, I, you, the, the amount of people that you met, Jimmy Iovine, like that is incredible that he sat with you guys and said, this is going to change your life. Yeah. And, and you guys being so young and being like, okay, fine, sure it is. And you then experiencing that whole thing, traveling the world, meeting the people, playing songs that everyone knows, being part of something which goes down in history. Like the Pussy Adults are, are down in history, right? That is insane. <laughs> sorry, just really. It is a bit. Yeah. And that's the end of the, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Herstrick. Yeah, sorry. Just, that's my motivational speaking. <laughs> that's what I do every morning. I, do it. I was like, yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's trippy because I, I know that, but, I, but I, it is trippy. Yeah, I don't. Because well, no, it's instance. your life and you, why, you know, why would you ever think about it in that way? Because you experienced it, I think. It was, it was a wild time, but it was epic in many ways. Um, so, Ashley, listen, we, mm -hmm. we got to the end of part one. Though. Oh, that's it? Yeah, no, we did. Oh, you got, got a part two. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, you got a part two. <laughs> but um, what we like to do is we like to leave our listeners on a cliffhanger. Something that they, they, you know, they go, oh my God, I'm going to come back for that. Uh -huh. so, so can you tell us something <gasps> well, or got, give us something? I, I've got a show coming out that I'm excited to talk about. Here we go. That's so it. I could do that. That's there it. Okay. Oh my God, we're going to hear like about it. in part two. I can't wait. Stay tuned. I'll see you in part two. Bye. <laughs>